0: tyler hello
1: we like jake gyllenhaal
2: i love jake gyllenhaal
1: me too um i think he's like i think we've spoken like how brad pitt has incredible range i think jake gyllenhaal is also in that camp
2: yes i particularly like not to get sidetracked from where we're about to go with this But I love Jake Gyllenhaal with Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yes. Yes. And I think we've talked about that before. I think we have too. uh, Like just the press coverage and how like on set the director like literally had to tell them like, yo, stop fucking around. Like you're here to work. Yeah. (laughs) Not fuck around. Um, Yeah. It's watching that friendship blossom uh, off of a set into like real life um, where now they're like, you see them on like Instagram as they're like best friends at like Christmas parties with their wives. Uh, is mm-hmm. kind of this, like, wholesome, sweet thing. So, yes, I agree.
2: Yeah, love every second of it.
1: Yeah. Um, so one team-up that he did that I really liked was with Dennis Villeneuve, um, which has done a bunch of stuff, and he's doing that Dune remake. And he had done uh, Prisoners and Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal beforehand, and it came out that they're going to team up again,
2: and I think that's rad. I think it is, I, too. Prisoners I, and Enemy were both real good fucking flicks.
1: Yeah, they were. Um, so if they're kind of going to do something akin to those two, then I think that's like a fucking no-brainer. Um, I don't know if they say what this is about or if it's just they're going to work on something, and I think that's what this is. Is like they're just announcing that like yeah
2: that the magic is going to happen again, but we don't know what form it's going to take
1: yeah and it seems like reading this article that they both kind of realized that like they had a really good relationship and that it it really worked out, so that they' were just like we need to do something again, kind of thing, so <clears throat> so yeah
2: yeah that's exciting
1: i'm uh I'm really excited about this, so yeah there's not much as far as details on what they're doing, but they're doing something which is cool,
2: yeah. Totally, totally fucking cool. And interestingly enough, in other Jake Gyllenhaal news, he's also reuniting with the, uh, yeah, the Southpaw. Yeah, the Southpaw director. Yeah,
1: I really liked that movie. Um, Off topic really too. Thing, it, picture that movie is Eminem playing the Jake Gyllenhaal character because that's what it was
2: for a real. I long do time. recall that. Yeah. You know what though? Like Jake Gyllenhaal nailed it. I yeah. honestly like. You know how, like, like he, you'll, you'll, yeah, like, you'll see, you'll hear movies and you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah. you'll see, like, The Matrix, right, where fucking Lawrence Fishburne is is Morpheus, and then you find out, like, actually Will Smith was supposed to play Morpheus, but, like, things yep. just kind of fell through, and yeah. in your head, you're like, I can't imagine that, that whole yeah. franchise with Will Without, Smith, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. However, in this case, as much as I enjoyed that movie, and I thought Jake Gyllenhaal killed it, i Can imagine Eminem being in there and still being a really solid flick.
1: Yeah, me too. That was my thoughts um, when it was first announced that he was like Eminem was going to be doing it. I was like, you know what? Given the premise of this, I can totally see it. That's right Mm -hmm. up his alley. Um, But yeah, this seems this seems interesting. Like, I I think that I think that movie is real good. Um, and it looks like the blurb here is this movie
2: remake of a Danish thriller called The Guilty.
1: Yeah, and it says it takes place over the course of a single morning in a 911 dispatch call center. A call center operator, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, tries to save a caller in grave danger. And then it kind of seems like it goes into like almost, maybe not like a murder mystery, but like a kind of suspenseful thriller after that.
2: hmm So, that sounds I, promising enough. It sounds interesting, like the premise is intriguing in itself and like I enjoyed the movie so like I'm I'm totally on board with them you know making a, another film together the premise though where he's a uh, like the whole thing takes place over the span of a morning and he's just like it hopefully he answers a call and then like leaves the call center like if yeah. the whole film is just him talking to someone on the phone yeah that's then I'm, not I'm, yeah I'm not going to feel uh very happy about that film cuz he's such a great actor with such like yeah. an amazing range. So to have like the whole movie centered around him on a phone, I don't think that's. And I mean, that's if that's done right.
1: I mean, you've got movies like um, what was the Ryan Reynolds uh, one where he was buried and it basically took place in that coffin.
2: I think it was called buried and I never yes. actually watched it because it's I was actually, like, I don't want to see it's Ryan actually, Reynolds in a box the whole it's time. It's actually
1: really good. It's really good really um, yeah and then like definitely totally 100 percent worth a watch um because i had that same thought i was like what the fuck like i don't want to watch that um and then i was like oh that was actually really well done and then there was another one uh tom hardy in lock where he's basically in a car going on the freeway for the whole movie and that is also done really really well so
2: hmm. i've never seen either of those so i'll take your word for it
1: yeah they're both definitely worth a watch um so like that wouldn't be my preferred way if they uh, went that route, but I mean if mm-hmm. they did it right, um, I've seen it done right before. So
2: I mean it'll. Oh, well, I mean I like Jake Gyllenhaal, so I'll probably check it out whenever this thing comes to fruition. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully I'll... it it beats my expectations. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm down for this. Um, and a more um. Information comes out, and we get a trailer. We'll get more of a sense of what it actually is, so mm-hmm.
0: but yeah,
1: I'm uh I'm all for this mm.
2: well, on to even more exciting news <laughs> yes, and I feel like you're you're the one to talk to about this because you're a dancing with the stars fan,
1: yes, yes, yeah, so uh <laughs> oh the the dude, uh, so her missing husband their family decided to make a paid advertisement um, that was basically called Justice for Don Lewis um, with a tip line. Kind of basically, you know, saying of any information on his disappearance or Baskin's alleged involvement, reach out to the line. And so they did this ad, and they uh, ran it as a commercial during the live show of Dancing with the Stars.
2: Where Which she was, on. I think, is hilarious. <laughs> yes, it
1: was like as soon as I read this, I was like, "That is kind of ridiculous," Um and fucking awesome and hilarious, cause like fucking what?
2: Yeah, I, 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 that's wild. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like after having se- seen Tiger King, like I'm definitely in the camp of like Carol Baskins did it. Yeah. Like, I'm I like I, I'm definitely in that camp, but, like, that's, like, that's fucking, that's next level trolling right there.
1: I know, right? Like, that's, like, it's, like, next level where it's just, like, we're oh, she's going on live TV again and getting more publicity? Well, fuck you, then. Well, we're going to tag along. Um, yeah, and I never, like, I didn't watch the ad because I didn't watch it live, actually, um, which I kind of totally regretted because I read this story after the fact. And I was like, oh shit. Um, but yeah, like this, it's kind of fucking ridiculous that they did this and kind of awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm like good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Like, I, yeah. What I would have loved to have seen. And maybe there is something out there. And I just haven't like really, I haven't honestly looked, but like her, like an interview with her, like after the fact, like I want to know what her reaction is after finding out, you know, during her, like, live you know first time dancing with the stars show that this air at like this ad aired
1: yeah and they might uh like they might maybe have that in uh like this coming up weeks dancing with the stars because sometimes they do play on like oh hey some drama happened um the week before so they might actually play on that um
2: well you'll have to keep me posted then because yeah i don't watch that show
1: yeah no i'll I'll keep you posted because yeah um and we'll also get into my thoughts on Carol Baskin's actually being on dancing with the stories later. Well,
2: oh, I have some thoughts about that too. So I can't wait till we get to that point.
1: Yeah. Spoiler. She's awful. Mm, um, shocker.
2: <laughs> in, uh, in other news. Yeah. One of like in recent years, he's become one of my favorite fucking directors. Taika Waititi. Yes. Is going to direct a pilot for HBO and it's supposed to be a, pirate comedy yes yeah. and i am i'm am honestly beyond stoked about this
1: yeah yeah i'll definitely check this out like i think he's he has grown uh quite a large fan base and i think most of hollywood is after him to do stuff after some of his recent successes so i think all around he's doing a good job because i think studios love him and the audience loves him
2: yeah he's so. just just hilarious and like everything i've seen that he's been behind the helm of i've absolutely fucking loved like jojo rabbit was one of in my opinion one of the best the best films of of the year
1: yeah and i still have to i haven't checked that one out yet it's it's on the list Um, Oh, because i do really want to check it out um he also did some stuff on the mandalorian which was really really fun
2: which i haven't gotten around to see yet but What we do in the shadows, which I think you said you hadn't checked out yet. Like, that movie was amazing, and the TV series is just just as good.
1: Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm on board for this. Like, I'm I'm curious if he's just doing the pilot and that's it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm scared about, because it seems like that happens... A lot of the time is like they'll yeah. pick up like a big name director to do the pilot so like everyone yeah. gets the hype around the show and then it's yeah. just a bunch of like randos after the fact
1: yeah and like when that's the case like the director really doesn't even have all that much sway over what the like what the episode is um mm-hmm. so like it's not really like hey the director had this idea like you know for a movie um like that it's you it's always the showrunner and the writers for T V that kind of make this grand vision and the director yeah. just kinda of plays it out. Yeah. Um so like I would hope like he's also on as an executive producer, which that can either mean like he's fairly involved or he never shows up on set.
2: <laughs> yeah, that could go either way.
1: <laughs> so um yeah, I'd be curious like how much of his involvement is in it, but I mean that's it's a it's a great like, even if you take the cynical approach and say, like, HBO literally just did that old trick where it's like, hey, we're gonna get someone big to direct the first episode. This is a great one to get people in, right? Like, the dude's mm-hmm. hot as shit all around, so yeah, probably so- get people to check out this show, even if he just directs that episode and pieces out.
2: Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's not just a hype ploy, but yeah, we'll know later on for sure.
1: Yeah, but like, I'm I'm down for this. Um, I'll check it out. It's worth a watch, I think, in my mind. It's just that Mm. concept alone. Why not?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: yeah, because it's based on some, like, pampered, it says pampered aristocrat who abandons abandons his life of privilege to become a pirate. Like, yeah, that sounds a comedy kind of based on that.
0: Yeah, why not? So. And
1: then in other streaming news, hmm. you know, our, 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 favorite streaming platform, CBS all access.
2: Yeah. The one that I, you know, I, almost, I had one, I had an all access account at one point, but it was strictly for access to the live feeds.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Um, hey, they're going to rebrand that as Paramount plus.
2: Yeah. So like, I, I'm curious if they're, uh, like just using this to, like, as far as I knew, CBS only really had CBS all access. So, like, I wonder if, like, they're doing this rebranding as Paramount so that, like, they're like, okay, we also have all these Paramount movies and stuff, and they're trying to consolidate on, you know, stuff that they didn't have in CBS All Access.
1: Yeah, that kind of seems like what it is, is, like, they're just, and they even say this in the article, like, with Paramount Plus, we're excited to establish one global streaming brand. So, by saying Paramount Plus, you know, that's them saying, hey, we've got all the CBS stuff. We've got all the Paramount Entertainment stuff, which is, you know, their their network. You know, they got their sports and all of that in in this too, right? So it makes sense. Like, don't don't be like no, HBO it, a year ago no. where they had fucking HBO Max, fucking HBO Go, and fucking the other
2: one that they had, right?
1: Like, just do one.
2: Yeah, no, I'm I'm all for consolidation. I am, however, not on board with the fact that they're even doing a streaming app again, I think they're too fucking late. To, I mean, maybe if because yeah. they're bringing CBS All Access, which I'm sure like there's a decent amount of people who use that for like the Big yeah. Brother live streams and stuff like that. So maybe, yeah. maybe they have a decent uh, number of accounts going already. But like, yeah, again, like you, like we're just seeing so many of these networks bringing up and creating like streaming apps like Peacock and whatnot, and it's just yeah. like. You're just sinking money into a a losing ship here.
1: Yeah, and they've had CBS All Access for a while. Like it's been up and running for a few years because they had um, like those new Star Trek shows premiered just on CBS All Access. Um, so a lot of people went to it for that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it looks like they're just rolling that into Paramount, like it's just going to turn into Paramount Plus. So, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like everyone should stop making all these fucking streaming platforms but at the same time if you're going to do it at least make one unified one that's easy to understand so that i'm not looking at five fucking cbs streaming platforms and going well well fuck what one do i want
2: yeah yeah just give me one it's a plus for organization but it's just another negative in the ever-growing list of streaming services and like the constant fracturing of it because the more of these goddamn networks that want their own streaming service the more centralized content that's going to come off of services like netflix yeah. and prime yeah. and crave and all of those kind of places and then we're just like well yeah it's like you, like you see you see cable dying yeah. year over year like they're yeah. they're just constantly losing cable subscribers because of streaming services and they're like oh well people don't want to pay for 20 channels i know let's make yeah. 20 streaming services yeah, instead exactly. like you're not you're not in it's, it's, anything,
1: and we've talked about this before. Like, it's it's literally going to turn into the same problem, just without primetime cable. Is it's going to get to a point where eventually everyone's going to go, I don't need twenty streaming platforms, and they're going to have to try to consolidate it. Yeah, because um, that's it's the original cord cutting solution. And mind you, like there is still ways you can sensibly cut cords without paying for a bunch of stuff, but you know to most people aren't that technically literate Mm -hmm. so they're going to pick some up yeah it's going to turn into well we cancel their cable to save money and it turns out we're paying the same in streaming services
2: yeah exactly and you Um, know what all this is going to do push piracy yeah probably like you saw when people were tired of paying ridiculous sums for cable and didn't Mm -hmm. really have options piracy started to rise and then you know you started getting like netflix and prime where it's like oh this is a reasonable price and i can get most of the content i want and then Mm -hmm. piracy started to come down but now with everyone going exclusive and 20 million different streaming services you're seeing people starting to like go right back to piracy
1: yeah we're just like i'm not gonna pay you know 150 bucks a month for eight streaming services because i want one show out of each of them, right? and you know that one show is you know maybe they're doing that weekly release so it's like i don't even get it all at once so it's like yeah
2: oh yeah, yeah no, like absolutely i mean i'm i'm 50, 70, I'm i'm seventy 70 at least in streaming services a month
1: yeah exactly so it's like i think i've got mine down to my yearly prime membership and netflix and spotify so
2: and but, I'm not even including Spotify in that. Yeah,
1: like. yeah, exactly. So you start to add in, like, some other, I guess, media streaming, you know, things, right? hmm Yeah, you're going to be up there. So it's... I'll be I'll be curious where this market is, like, two years from now. Yeah. When all of these, you know, the ones that aren't good die out. You know, like, probably Quibi. Um, probably. Which... Side note, Quibi also won name Emmy this week. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so I'll be curious, um, like two years from now, like the ones that don't work die out, and the ones that do kind of find their audience, what, what it'll look like if people are still willing to pay. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, I feel you there. And then... <laughs> In move in
1: news, I'm like kind of sad about because I love Gerald Butler. Greenland got fucking
2: delayed. Yeah, I can't say I'm honestly. <laughs> i actually, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I am a little bit surprised, because like I, I, this this isn't. I mean, a I've big, seen the trailer like not, for it. Yeah. It doesn't look intriguing to me at all. Like I, no. it's not on a a list it's, of movies that I'm dying to see.
1: It's a total generic Gerald Butler action movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. So to that point, it's just like, okay, when you're talking about like pushing back Tenant, yeah. Tenant and pushing yeah. back, you know, Wonder Woman, like that, and like, I get that. Those are yeah. big, massive temple blockbusters. You want to make as much money off of them. Like, I can't see Greenland making Mad Bank. No, regardless. So, no. And especially right now, like, if you look at like the listings for the local theaters, there's like nothing playing. No. So you would almost think like a better strategy would be for them to just actually and release it and capitalize on the fact that like at this point, if you're a movie theater goer, you've exhausted all of your options for what's yeah. actually playing in theaters. Give us something new and people will probably go see it just for the fact that it's the only new thing playing.
1: Yeah. And it's also like important to note, like it, this is just the North American release. Like it's o- it's already opened overseas in a bunch of places and they've mm-hmm. already pulled in a bunch of money. Um, so it's just North America, like it's, it's already opened in 13 markets. Um, so it looks like they're just doing it in North America and I'm guessing that's cause like North America is getting the surge in their cases. So
2: yeah, cause we get linked in with the United States. Yeah, pretty much. So, um,
1: yeah, I mean, they didn't give any sort of new dates, so I'm wondering if, like, they're just playing it by year and going, like, okay, things are decent, we'll just drop it in this market.
2: Yeah, but he, to be determined.
1: Yeah, but dude, this is also, like, yeah, I like his movies, because he, he's, like, one of the last few people that are, like, doing shitty 90s
2: action movies in 2020. Like, they're uh, just... <laughs> did you completely forget about Liam Neeson?
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, but, like, his are legit, like, barely any plot... And barely any plot explained. Um, And they're just dumbass action movies. Um, Yeah, that's fair. And, like, I love them. I think they're great. Um, Like, the last one I watched was... I don't even remember. Oh, Geostorm. Oh, God. So this is the beautiful part about, like, how I'm talking, how, like, 90s action movies awesome they are. So the plot is that they make an array of satellites above the Earth to control the weather because of climate change. Um, and then there's this big ass like space station controlling it, and they open it up and like they don't even bother explaining how it works, they just say it's like, Hey, we got this like tech and it controls the weather. And then they lead right back into, Hey, someone hacked this tech and it's causing natural disasters, but they never explain how it works or like how it does what it does. They're just like, It's satellites and it controls weather.
2: Yeah, everyone knows that, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And then action movie ensues. Um, so Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I haven't watched it. But it's also it was also a really good time. Um But yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Um like being that they opened in some of these other markets that they didn't selectively open
2: it in some US markets. Yeah, well and realistically, like I mean they could have done it up here in Canada. Like I mean, like we're having yeah, like probably, a little yeah. bit of a rise in cases, but we're still nowhere near the states and for the most part across the country like everything is still open it's just like keep your distance wear a mask but like restaurants yeah. theaters hair salons like we're not yeah. shut down
1: no we're pretty much open for the most part so yeah it's you know if if anything give it to canada <laughs> selfishly yeah. give it to canada um yeah so it's yeah, I feel like this isn't the last one. Like I think we've talked about this before. Like this isn't the last movie that's going to be delayed this year. Um,
2: no, most most definitely not. So yeah, I'll be. I'm, I'm confident as we come into the the Christmas season, where like you know you typically have your blockbusters coming out just before and just after Christmas because like holiday time. Yep. I feel like in the not too distant future, we're going to get a list of these holiday releases that are going to get pushed.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, another movie delay. Shocker. Another one. Yeah. Surprise,
2: prize.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: so, so we
2: we also got Genevieve Padalecki. Yes, is going to play Jared Padalecki's late wife in his new Walker Texas Ranger series. Yeah which like isn't overly exciting news in and of itself but i mean no. it's just it's always like i don't know kind of interesting and yeah. cute like they're married right so yeah. married in real life get to play husband and wife in the show i mean like that's yeah. kind of cool you get a yeah go to work with your wife
1: yeah i think this is a really cool article especially cuz it's uh like it'll it, probably only be in like the first episode or two cuz like it seems like the premise she is she passes like, away yeah, yeah she he's comes a back. single dad yeah, so it's like, that's a cool thing where it's like, yo, hey, if we're just casting, you know, a de facto wife for the first episode, can we just cast my actual wife? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably got enough pull at the CW where they're just like, yeah, totally. We'll absolutely do that because you told us to. Um, <laughs> you know, because how much bank has he made with Supernatural that he's probably got some sway on this show? Probably um, tons. Yeah, so it's like he was probably just like, yo, yeah, actually just make it my wife. It's only for one episode. And they were like, okay. So, yeah, no, I think this is really cool. Like, that's a, I don't, has she acted before? I don't, I don't know. I thought she was a model,
2: but I mean, I could be wrong. Uh, okay, so. she has done some acting. Yeah, so.
1: Oh, she's actually done a handful on Supernatural. She's done like 12 or 13 episodes.
2: I've never seen a picture of her up until now. Did not realize that she played Ruby.
1: Yeah, me neither. Okay, so... uh, They've already kind of done this a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so that's that's real cool. No, I think that's a smart play. And that's really cool. I actually kind of want to check out this Texas Ranger fucking reboot just to see what it's all about.
2: I'm curious about it, but... Also, at the exact same time, it's the CW.
1: It's the CW, so, you know... Like, and... What I mean by I'm curious is like I'll check out the pilot expecting shit, um, but would be pleasantly surprised to have a nice background show.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, good for him for like finding like with supernatural ending. Good for him for like, like you know, yeah. not wasting any time, right? Like he's not gonna be out of work or anything. no, not that. Although he... between him and uh, Jensen Ackles, there, I think Jensen is the one who scored, scored bigger, getting a role on uh, the boys.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if um, he could have maybe like Jared could have maybe even gone that route too if he wanted.
2: Very possible.
1: You yeah, know, so it's yeah. Like I was actually surprised that both of them jumped right back into more work after uh, the CW because like or after uh, Supernatural because like for all intents and purposes, with the residuals they're going to be making off that show and what they were probably making. In those later seasons, they likely don't have to work forever.
2: Um, No, but I mean, I guess it depends on your lifestyle. Like, yeah, Yeah. they're going to make residual money from that. But I mean, it's not going to be anywhere near like Big Bang Theory syndication money, right?
1: No, no, but yeah.
2: I mean, but which is good because like they're not going to be like stupid, overly rich for the rest of their lives. So, I mean, like in that regard, they're going to keep acting. Yeah, for sure. Whereas, and, like, you look at, like, Kaylee Kuoko, Cu- and it's yeah. like, she's probably never going to get a legit acting gig again because she's not that amazing of an actress.
1: Yeah, fair so, enough. So, like, she's going to yeah. need... She's she going go to
2: need that syndication money. Yeah, she's going to need those residuals.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and I think it's smart of them to come, you know, hot up the train. I've, for all intensive purposes, a super successful show that's probably up there for longest-running shows. You know, it's not beating... You know a few of them but it's still like what 13 or 14 seasons yeah it had a long like that. run so yeah no this is this is a cool thing i think this it's like a good feel-good article
0: mm-hmm. speaking of the boys he
1: is doing a lionsgate thriller with lizzie
2: chaplin is that how you pronounce her last name? I think so. I always thought it was Kaplan. It could be. If I'm being honest, I really don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, there's no <laughs> H, so I was just like, is there a side, like, is it, have I always just been pronouncing Lizzie Kaplan wrong? Like, has it been Chaplin? And I've just been stupid. I don't, but, I, I don't know. Just out of general curiosity. but Either know. which way. I like yeah. I like her a lot as an actress. Yeah. And, like, yeah. obviously... I mean Anthony Starr, right? Like the boys yeah. is amazing, but like everyone seems to forget Banshee and Banshee yeah. was fucking so
1: good. Yeah, I'll even go as far to say that like I think Banshee's a better show than the boys. Um as much as I love the boys, I, I think Banshee's fucking amazing. To be fair, we did get four seasons out of Banshee. We're only yeah. like halfway through
2: through season the, two of the boys, so I mean This is true. This is true. I'll hold
1: I'll I'll hold that till the boys is done.
2: But, yeah, Banshee, nonetheless, was phenomenal.
1: Yes, if people haven't seen Banshee, they need to see Banshee. And I think I think we've talked about this before. Like, the concept of pitching Banshee to someone is so ridiculous that when you first pitched it to me, I said, get the fuck out, that sounds retarded. <laughs> um, why would I watch a show that you said is a martial arts expert that is a con artist, shows up in a small town, and assumes the sheriff's identity? That sounds stupid um it and does then sound i watched a little wild yeah and then i watched it and i was like tyler this is amazing um and i've had that happen with a few other people they're just like that sounds not that doesn't sound good at all i'm not gonna watch that and then they watched it and they're like this is great
2: yeah on paper the premise is kind of like what yeah but yeah
1: but yeah i guess getting back to the story like i'm totally on board with this
2: yeah like I'm, i i really enjoy both of them and i'm yeah like like, suspenseful th- thrillers where you're, like, kind of guessing throughout the whole thing. Like, yeah. Those are my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah.
1: Me too. And... So... I, like, I'm real wait. glad he he's actually getting some more work, too. Like, because it seems like after Banshee, we didn't see him for a whole lot. Like, in a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And then he it seems like he's, like, popped into the boys, and that's just kind of, like, skyrocket his name. And now he's, like, getting some more stuff. So, like... I'm totally on board for this.
2: Yeah, I I personally can't wait. Like, I like I, I think the problem was is like given his Banshee wasn't like super duper well known, right? No, like it, it, it was a Cinemax show, and like that's yeah. a premium, you know, yeah. like HBO competitor, right? So like it wasn't yeah. out there for everybody to see. Like, thank God that he got the role he did in uh, The Boys. Yeah. at least I, now he's definitely going to get, like, the recognition and the star power yeah. that I personally felt he deserved from his After, role in Banshee.
1: Yeah, me too. And, like, I wonder if this is the start of, like, kind of his kind of breakout period where he's like, okay, I'm I'm on this real successful show and I'm going to do this movie, um, you know, with all of these other kind of bigger names. And maybe he just kind of keeps, keeps the momentum going. I would hope mm-hmm. so. The um, rise of
2: Anthony Starr.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, this is cool. I'm, and you know, the setting is like kind of small town kind of thing. So it's like small town, terrible secrets.
2: Which are always like intriguing yeah. in themselves, those kind of centered plot lines.
1: Yeah, and me too. So it's, it seems really cool. So yeah, this is uh
2: big thumbs this, up. Can't wait.
1: Yeah. I'm totally on board with this. Um, yeah i'm curious it seems like it's still very early but
2: yeah what i can't wait for though is the new one hour south park pandemic special i can't even tell you how excited i am i can't express it yeah this is going to be absolutely ridiculous like this is just gold like you know like we're in some like because they're 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 so good at parodying real life right So like the like honestly, it's some like a while ago. At one point, I was like, "God, I wish South Park was back on. I'd love to see you know how they're making fun of and pointing out like the ridiculousness of some of the stuff happening during this pandemic." Yeah, but it was too early, way too early. Like the last season had just air finished airing, not long prior to the pandemic starting. So I was like, "Oh man!" So like to hear this, oh god, I I can't tell you. I'm just so fucking pumped. Yes,
1: I. Yes, I ho- I I'm very excited to see how they just what the fuck they do with this because you know they're gonna go like real fucking hardcore on it so it's yeah it's gonna be oh. ridiculous and it's gonna be amazing um, yeah and I hope mm-hmm. it's something like um, that they play on like throughout the whole season um, kind of thing that would be cool too mm-hmm. um, yeah this is yeah. I'm totally on board with this. And real soon, September 30th.
2: Yeah. We're 10 days out as of recording.
1: Yeah. So like they kind of announced this and said like, hey, it's coming in like two weeks.
2: Yeah. Which I mean, I'm like, that's typically how their shows run, right? Like they start making an episode on Saturday. It airs on Friday. So yeah, definitely not outside the realm for them to do this inside of two weeks for an hour special when they normally make one inside of a week but i love that format like i it's unfortunate that not other too many other shows other than like you know your reporting shows like your john oliver type things that do yeah like a weekly like recap right but like yeah that's one of the things that i love so much about south park is because they do the whole thing in such a short time period it's always like up to date and fresh
1: yeah and it's like i think that's also a part of it being around for like what is it 24 seasons or something.
2: They've done twenty three. of The twenty fourth is airing at some okay. point this year. To so, yeah, be like announced.
1: At, at this point, you know that process is, is simply just well put, like a well fucking oiled machine. Um. So yeah, this uh, I I'm, I'm really fucking curious and excited to see where the fuck they take this because oh, you it's know them- it's going to be ridiculous and crazy, and
2: yeah. It is barned on the most exciting news of the week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with this. Um totally on board. I cannot wait till September thirtieth. This is and, and when I first saw this article I actually missed that it was September thirtieth, so now that I'm actually looking at it and I'm like, Oh shit, that's like that's like two weeks away. That's really cool. hmm
0: So in Disney Plus news
1: they're doing that She-Hulk show. Yeah. And they, ca- or they cast the lead, which is Tatiana Maslany, And I actually think she's really good.
2: I'm just looking her up because the name didn't sound familiar. So uh, I'm just kind of like looking up what she's done.
1: The biggest thing was Orphan Black. Yeah, um, which is
2: something I've been wanting to watch, but I get yeah. to like hunker down and actually watch. And I never watched Perry Mason
1: no uh well pear mason is fairly recent um like that just wrapped up on hbo um and i didn't go through all of orphan black but i did go through a, a fair amount and she was really good in it because like the whole premise of that show is she finds um like it's like there's basically different versions of herself like kind of clones almost but yeah. with different personalities so she ends up playing herself like 12 or 13 times you know, so yeah. she plays... I've
2: read the premise. It's yeah. been on my list. Yeah. So it's, I just um, haven't.
1: So she's a very like capable, um, actor. So I think this is good. Like getting in a good Marvel show. Like, yeah, yeah,
2: this'll be good for her for sure. Yeah. I, I like, so like, and I mean, Canadian too. So that's always nice. Yeah. yeah, But, sure. um, I'm not going to lie. There was for a little while there, the internet was, uh, petitioning pretty hard for Alison Brie. And I was actually super on board with that.
1: Yeah, me too. Actually, now that you're saying that, that would that would have been good. I would have been all right with that.
2: Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm sure she's gonna do a fine job, and like, this is definitely gonna help her. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like, especially like coming off of like, I guess I shouldn't say coming off of because I I don't know if it's canceled because I've never watched it, but like she's in glow right, so like she's also in phenomenal shape too.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, who knows if the conversation even happened with her or not, but maybe it was a thing of like, oh. Too many like,
2: commitments. Yeah,
1: if if in, you know, in fact, you know, she was reached out for it. Or if that was just the internet hype train being the internet hype wow. train.
2: It was the internet hype train for sure. I don't. I, yeah. I never saw any reports that she was in talks to do it. I, yeah, just, I saw a bunch of people like do mock-up posters and stuff like that with her as She-Hulk, and I was like, yep, I'm fucking in for that
1: yeah I think that would would have been a good
0: casting as well. I mean, we'll see how this one plays out.
2: yeah, yeah, I'm curious about it. And then also in more fucking Disney News, yeah, they actually have a director for their Miss Marvel series, yeah, which, which is- honestly, until right now, I didn't even know that this was happening. No, no, I'm so- also not very familiar with Miss Marvel. I know Captain Marvel.
1: Miss Marvel, I think, is like kind of elastic
2: girl mm. so oh, that's right. She was in the fucking that the game they just put out. They just put out that yeah. Avengers game, and she's one of the characters,
1: yeah, yeah, so they're doing that, and yeah, it's those uh the two people that did that Bad boys for Life
2: movie, which that was that was an all right bad boys movie, mhm, so yeah, um, so is Miss Marvel going to be a live action? I believe so. Uh, I'm
1: just gonna scroll through to make sure that I'm pretty sure it is
2: I just browsed through the article and it doesn't say anything about it being animated but it doesn't say live action either I would just hope with Disney owning all these IPs that they don't waste like I mean like the bad boys directors like that's kind of like they're kind of a big deal if you're in a bad boys yeah (laughs) just kidding but like to put them to direct a comic wouldn't make any sense right
1: no um But, you know, they obviously saw something, um, you know, and I think if you look at uh, how Disney, you know, how they get their directors, um, they, they usually do a real good job of picking them for the most part. So they obviously see something in them. Mm hmm Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this is live action, um. And, you know, in this article, too, it says, like, a lot of these live-action people like She-Hulk and, you know, Miss Marvel are going to appear in future films, too, so... Good. That's the biggest
2: fucking problem I have with DC and their stupid fractured universe. Yeah, so it seems like they're actually
1: going to start kind of combining, to a pretty good degree, you know, the tie-ins of those, so...
2: Which makes sense, because, like, you look at the Marvel movies they've done so far, and when they decided to make, like, the... Winter Soldier movie or t- TV show and WandaVision. Like they're not getting different people to play TV versions. They're using the fucking actual actors from the films.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah. continuity so is important. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think kind of like talking about that She hulk news a second ago, like I'm, I'm curious about this. Um, I'll check this out. Like,
2: And then in super duper awesome news. Yes, I figured you would like this story. Oh, I'm fucking hyped on it. I'm a massive Trent Reznor fan. Like Nine Inch Nails is one of my favorite bands of all time. So for him and and his uh, partner there, Atticus Ross, to snag an Emmy win for The Watchmen, fantastic. This has to put him in like an only category now. Because like he has an Oscar and he has Grammys, right? So he was in a a very small group of people that have gotten Oscars and Grammys. Yeah. And now he's got an Emmy. So I got a one, like, I'm just curious, like how many other people out there can say that they have an Emmy, an Oscar, and a fucking Grammy? Common, maybe? No, I doubt that. Because he's got an Oscar. Does
0: he? Yeah. Does he have a Grammy, though? Uh... Let's find out.
1: Uh, And he's got a Golden Globes, and he's got an Emmy.
2: 15 people have won an Emmy, Grammy, and Oscar, and Tony. Oh. Hmm. That's, uh, okay. Bigger
0: list than you thought. But yeah, this is cool. That Watchmen score was real good, so... I think this is deserved.
2: What is an EGOT? Uh, I have no idea. I think EGOT is when you get all Oh yeah, EGOT is that just Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony.
1: Oh, okay. Huh.
2: Yeah, they call it a highly coveted EGOT and there's 40 people that are like just one away from having all four. Huh. Including share Common,
0: Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yes.
1: Well.
2: Yeah, I, just, I was just curious. I'm just scrolling down the list, and yeah. I haven't, like, heard of um, any of these people.
1: Who else is on there?
2: Oh, well, this is misleading. It says that there's 15 people who have it, but it just lists the people who are one away. Oh. Which is super weird. But mm-hmm. Common does have a Grammy Oscar and an Emmy. Okay. And so does Cher.
0: Huh. So does Vi- oh,
2: Viola Davis. What? Oh, she's got an Oscar and a Tony and an Emmy, so she doesn't have a oh. Grammy. Yeah, but yeah that makes like sense. she's one away. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah. But good for Trent Reznor.
2: That score was cool. Yeah, well, and he's so goddamn good, man. Yeah, he is. Like, to is this really day, good. the social network is still one of the best fucking scores of all time. Yeah, it's real good. It's real good. So it's, uh, yeah, well-deserved.
1: It's, uh, yep, I'm on board with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll talk about the Emmys more next week because they kind of spread a bunch of shit out. And I think the last of it gets announced tonight, so.
2: That is exciting.
1: I'm sure we'll have some more discussion on that, but yeah, Trent Reznor, really good composer.
2: Yeah, fucking love that guy. Mm-hmm. Interesting side note before we decide before we go into what we watch this week. Yep, Mel Brooks. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, those those two people, and John Legend. I'll have egots.
1: No. Oh. Good for John Legend. That man has the voice of an angel. Mm Mm-hmm. He's just such a wholesome dude. He is. I love John Legend. Yeah, that makes me happy. Move over, Common. Get out of
2: there. Get out of John Legend's (laughs) way. Someone just needs to start petitioning Trent Reznor to do a score for a fucking Broadway play. Yes. Yes. There you go, and then you know what? I will go back. I went to New York, and like one of the reasons I went to New York to vacation was so I could see the Book of or the Book of Mormon on Broadway. Yeah, if Resner ever does a score on a Broadway musical, you're going. I'm going back.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. no, this is cool. So on to what we uh, tackled this week here. Yeah, it's a fair bit of stuff. Yeah. So, you're in the Lovecraft country.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, a HBO show. I started watching it, and I think I'm four episodes in. I don't think they're all out yet. Um, It's kind of ongoing. But it's real cool. It's real cool. It's um, basically centered around a lot of, like, kind of Lovecraftian stories. um, So, like, a lot of unknown horror kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, it definitely tackles a lot of
2: like how racist as shit HB Lovecraft was. Um, Yeah. I've I've seen some previews and I've seen some trailers. And honestly, I actually, one day before I uh, came back out here for school, the fiance and I were trying to figure out what to watch. And I was, and someone else had told me that they really enjoyed like the two episodes of Lovecraft that was out already. Yeah. So I plopped it on and we were like five minutes into it. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't want to watch this. Oh, it was that like scene where like he has some sort of trippy dream, and then oh, Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. takes the baseball bat through the giant alien or something. It's yeah. just like yeah, this isn't for me. We need to watch something different.
1: See, and that's when I doubled down. When was like I'm totally into this show. Like you, you're going to do weird shit like this right off the bat? Fuck yeah, same up.
2: Oh, I'm into it. I, I have yeah. full intentions of uh, of checking it out. I just yeah, unfortunately, have not gotten there yet.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good and it, and it's still, uh, like it lays into that weird shit, um, like kind of how they started it there. Um, so there's, there's a lot more of that. Um, and I think it's very well acted. Um, and like very, very, you know, the cinematography, I, I think, think there's something missing
0: there. Um, but it still
1: looks fine. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm on board. Like it's it's an interest, interesting enough story, and it's compelling. Where it's like, what the fuck is going on? I want to know what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I definitely am gonna keep up with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's real good. I uh, I'm a big fan of it. It right. uh, mind you, I've always been a big fan of like the Lovecraft horror, where it's like the fear of the unknown, and like teasing. You know the the Big bad monster, and then I like that style, so it's kind of right at my books. Yeah, so it's definitely worth a watch. And it's got uh, Dude from the Wire in there, so he's good.
2: Ah, yes, one of HBO's most overrated television shows. Hey, (laughs) watch it! (laughs)
0: And
1: then Dancing with the Stars came back,
2: yes. Which and exciting for some.
1: Yes, you know, probably not in the fucking slightest for you. Um, <laughs> not
2: overly, but yeah. Like I,
1: it came back, and I had a lot of reservations because they skidded those hosts, um, which I still think is a very bad decision, especially after watching it. But Tyra Banks is not bad. Like it's it's a tough thing that she stepped into, which was replacing two longtime hosts and coming back into, like, a season that is audienceless, you know, so there's not live kind of reactions you can play off of. Yeah. You know, so that's real tough. Um, so, like, she has kind of a lot to deal with. Um, and she's, she didn't right enough job, but it was, like, it definitely didn't bring the chemistry and kind of the environment that the previous host did. Um, maybe she'll get there. Um, but I... Like, as I watched it, I was kind of like, all right, like, you're not doing a bad job, but you're not doing a good job. You're just kind
2: of there. Yeah. So. um, You know, my my gripe with that series, like, and dancing's never really been, like, something I'm super into, but, like, and I don't know why, because it's honestly not that big of a deal, but it bothers me how, you know, it's dancing with the stars. And yeah. I mean, most seasons past when I, like, see, like, who when they announce, like, who's going to be on, it's like, okay, well, that person, I guess, was technically a star at some point. Like, these people are, like, D-list reality people. Like, I don't think it's fair to call half of these guys on, like, you know, the Real Housewives a star. Because most people, other than, like, the drama-craving women won't know who they are. And, like, in this season, like, okay, sure. Tyra Bank i'll let you, fair claim star yeah like usher fair claim star yeah. carol baskin get the fuck out of here
1: yeah yeah um they they play pretty fast and uh, fucking loose with their definition of what a star is yeah um especially in the previous scenes where they just straight up put a bunch of politicians in um which thankfully they didn't this season um so yeah like i was I was real uh hesitant going into the season because like for a long time i i was a diehard fan of the show it was like my happy place where it was like i'm just gonna go watch some good good ass dancing and have a good time and then it got real bad you know when they brought all the political shit in and then mm-hmm. you know skidding some of their you know they had a few seasons where like some of their best uh dancing partners that like all the audience loved they just didn't bring back um and they've got a bunch uh those dancers back um and so yeah I went in going like real skeptical um but I came out actually totally on board with the season cuz the dancing was good and that's what matters yeah
2: so, I, I mean at the end of the day yeah that's that is what matters
1: yeah and it seems like there's some good people in there um, the first night was good. There was, there were some good shows, some good dancing. There was some real shit dancing too, like Carol Baskins. I, I really hope she's the first one skidded next week. <laughs> um, cause she shouldn't be on that show at all. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all like I, I totally am on board for it. I think, uh, I don't remember what nights are coming up. I don't know if they're doing Disney night this coming up week or what.
2: But... Disney night.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it might be Disney Night. Or no, uh, I don't know if it is Disney Night. I can't remember if it is or not. But I know Disney Night is soon. Um, and that's always a good one that's like, it's, you gotta get Disney Night right. Um. But yeah, like, it's, it's solid. I'm, I'm back on board. Um. We'll see how these next few episodes go. Um, but as long as they keep up the part where the dancing's good, I'm on board. No, fair enough. I think it's slightly a return back to that show being good again, um, which hasn't been the case for a good handful of years, and that made me real sad, but it seems actually pretty good now. So
2: well, I'll I'm cross proud. my fingers for you that she uh, gets good again.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I also
1: checked out that Vow show.
2: Yes, I'm a big fan of the Vow.
1: Yes, it's really good. Um, I think, I don't know if I have, if I finished all the episodes that are out, or if I've got one more. I think I've finished it all. Um, yeah, that that's real good. It's a real good show. Um, I think we've talked before, like, I'm a big documentary fan and all of
2: that, so... Yeah. yeah, And that one is super interesting. I remember like hearing about it, like when the oh, news yeah. was breaking and I'm like, Ali Mack, I used to love Smallville. What is yeah. happening? So like, this is super fucking fascinating to like the yeah. inner workings. And it's like oh, not yeah. someone who's been like suspect from the outside and has been like monitoring yeah. them. Like a lot yeah, of this yeah. is coming from a guy who was in it, like deep in it for like a decade. Yeah. Who then, then, like, you know, kind of came to his senses after a point when things started and, getting real fucking yeah. sketchy.
1: Yeah. And he was like, this shit's real fucked up. Um, cause yeah, yeah, like, I remember when that story broke. And actually, I remember I was at the movie theater waiting for a buddy. And I was just doing what I'm normally doing, scrolling the news. Um, and I saw that and it was like, Allison Mack, you know, involved in sex cult branding. And I was like, fucking what? And like, mm-hmm. my buddy came and he had watched all of Smallville too. Um, like, kind of in the same club as us, and I showed him the article, and he just, like, very audibly, like, in the, you know, theater waiting room was just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and, yeah, we were just like, that's, like, it was crazy when you read it. Um, and then they also, like, in that show, they also show how these kind of cults and how that stuff, how they get people into it, right? Yeah. Um, which like it's it's how they all work right like they they get you on you know the insecurities you know and they make you feel better about them right um yeah and it very, does a real very good
2: cult routine cult like stuff
1: yeah and this um one thing i really like about this show is they really go into detail on like how people got hooked into it right because like a lot of the times you watch these shows and and most people are just like yeah come on like you fell for that um mm-hmm. But, you know, you kind of look at this and they kind of really try to get you to understand how, like, a normalized person um, could fall for it, right? Yeah. And I think they do do a good job of showing that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's real good. Like, I really, like, I, I finished that last episode and I was like, where's the next one?
2: Yeah, and that's I, kind of what, too, hmm. I stumbled across it on HBO and I was like, oh, this looks interesting and just kept, like playing one episode after another but it ended after 3 and I'm like what? And yeah. That sad that's, realization. Oh, you're just like son of weekly. a
1: bitch. Yeah, you're just like fuck. But yeah, it's uh it's real good and yeah, and it tells the uh, interesting story of like um people being married in it and like one of them leaves and while well, the other one is still in it. You know, and that was, that part was super fascinating where like the wife is talking to her husband, like, and going like, yo, this shit is super fucked up. And he's like, yeah. eh, you know, like I, I'm not seeing it and yeah, like, not buying eh, it at first, yeah, rationalizing it and like trying to get explanations. And then I think there was one scene where he was like, okay, where he told himself, he's like, I'm going to give myself one day to rationally look at this. And just look at all the ev- evidence, and then at the end of that day, he was like, man, I'm fucking out. This shit's super fucked up. Like, fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. And so, yeah. It's crazy. Um, Big fan. I don't, have they announced how many episodes it is? Like, is
2: it eight? Do we know? I think it's eight. I don't know definitively. Uh, I can check real so that quick is, here. That is my understanding, is that it's eight. It should be...
1: Oh, so it's six. So there's only two more. Oh. Yeah. So Yeah, cuz there's well, one more tonight and then one more next Sunday. So
2: Well, that is a bit of a bummer.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's also well enough done that I'm totally Yeah. I, I, but that's Are you about sure all. only
2: 6. I'm seeing that the last episode is episode 9 airing on October 18th. Oh.
0: Okay, no, you're, you're correct. Episode okay. six is this week. Yeah, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. Nine okay. episodes. Yeah, okay, so that's all right then. Okay, yes. that makes... Fanta- that, fantastic show. Yeah, that
1: makes me feel better. Um, yeah, that's a really good show. So, you finally started re-watching or... Did you watch The Leftovers, and then now you're... No i never, never watched oh, okay. it. Okay.
2: So tell me about it. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. I've, I, I had some highs and lows with it where like yeah. the first episode, it kind of like starts off like a little exciting. It's like, okay, everyone's yeah. gone. And then yeah, yeah. it kind of fast forwards like, okay, this is what life is like three years after everybody disappears. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I mean, I'm okay with that. It would have been interesting to see, you know, some episodes where it's like, how everyone's dealing with and like trying to figure out like what the hell just happened yeah it's literally like the first 20 minutes not even like the first 10 minutes it's like oh everything is normal oh all these people disappeared and welcome to three years later so i like i wasn't overly a big fan of that i would have liked a little bit of like in between story oh okay i get what you're saying but i yeah but I, i moved on quickly from that and then like the rest of it know i feel like i had a whole bunch of like stuff as i was watching it where was like okay i like this and this is kind of pissing me off but now i can't like really recall any of it like so far it's 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 a fairly good show like i'm into it i'm gonna keep watching i got two more seasons to go so it's not like a massive undertaking no No, it's not so like but did you like so far it's really good but like i'm just starting season two and like i i know the first episode they kind of like jump over to texas yeah, it, it jumps plays. Yeah, yeah, but then it sounds like it kind of like it still involves the main characters. Oh yeah, that totally. was a concern when I started watching the first episode of the second season. I was, I initially no. thought that it, that season was just going to be like, this is what happened after everyone disappeared. But you know, a different family in a different place, and like I wasn't into that because I was, I got pretty invested in all the characters from the first season. Yep. So I really wanted to so. see what happened
1: so good news it's it's totally the same characters and so my stance of like season two having this single greatest episode of tv ever made is because of how much you get invested in some of those characters
2: well because i definitely really did get invested there oh that was my gripe in the first season there were some episodes like because you know and not that they were bad episodes but it's coming along where like you're seeing episodes where it involves multiple characters. So you're yep. you're kind of like getting updated in more story progression with multiple characters. Yep. And then they go to a new episode and it's like a side episode that focuses solely on the one character. And this is kind of like in a completely random time period. It's after everyone disappeared, but it's before they get introduced yeah. to like communicate and like be a part of the stories of the other characters. Which I, I understand yeah. some of them yeah. for the backstory, yep. but some of them were just I just didn't care for.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and in my mind, like season two was definitely the superior season. Um, because I I want to say I I maybe had some similar complaints um, to the first season. It's been a real long time because I watched it that when it was on the air, um. And I want to say I had, like, some similar things where I was like, okay, like, I'm really, like, I'm really enjoying this. But there is a few things that I
2: was, you know, not so hot on. Um, mm. But, yeah. Season two, I think, is where well, it's at. Well, they better do some more fucking explaining for that Wayne character. And what's going on with all these, like, I mean, you only come across two of them in the first season. But, like, is it just purely coincidental that, like, because, like, Wayne in the first season, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the show and might be curious in watching it, but in that first season, Wayne tells Tom or whatever, like, oh, you have, this girl is very special, you have to protect her, and it turns out she's pregnant, and I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. maybe I missed something, that she's pregnant with Wayne's baby, and the one dude, Tom or whatever his name is, is, like, making sure that she's okay and trying to watch over her and protect her and blah, 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 blah. And then they run into another couple, which is literally the exact same thing. It's some other chick who's knocked up. And some other dude is told that he needs to watch over her because she's super important. And I never got an explanation as to why, and I never got it. And like Wayne dies in that first season. Yep. So like, what the fuck is Wayne's role? Who is he? Why is he important? Does he actually have some kind of powers? Is he a fucking fallen angel? Like there's like, I have so many questions and granted I'm only one season in. So like, I'm just hoping that these aren't just gaping plot holes. No, but, um, the only thing I'll say is like, it's made
1: by the dude that did lost, you know, and a lot of people, uh, when they got lost, real mad at lost, you know, some of the things he said is like, it's not about, you know, the end It's about the
2: journey. Yeah, well, I I, ironic, well, not ironically enough, but I watched, I finished The Watchmen before I started this, which is the same guy, right? They're both Damon Lindelof or whatever. And that's when like, I didn't know Damon, like I never pay attention to like the opening credits or anything like that. I tend to just skip through them if there's like a skip on the streaming service. So I never saw that he was, you know, the creator and showrunner, whatever of the leftovers. So when I got to some of those episodes where they did a whole episode dedicated to a side character with no involvement in the main story, I was like, oh, God, it's like I'm watching The Watchmen again. Because that was (laughs) kind of my gripe with some of the episodes of The Watchmen. And then it was just like, "Okay, well, that explains it. It's the same fucking guy. Yep. Totally. So, yeah. 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 well, Well, we'll see. I'll get through season two and then I'll see how I feel after that
1: yeah and like I could like you you could totally have different feelings about me when you get to that episode, um but but yeah,
2: and it's episode five or seven or something you think is the best i can I
1: can look it up here,
2: but it isn't season two,
1: yeah, I'm just looking it up right now,
2: and you think it's the best like plot reveal of all time? I, I just know well, it, I it just, was the best I, of something i think it is
1: single handedly the best episode of television ever. Ever. Yep.
0: Alright then, well,
2: I'll let you know when I get there. Episode eight. Episode eight, okay. Titled International Assassin. Okay, I'll mark that one off in my head when I get there and I'll we'll compare notes. Fair enough.
1: And then I didn't get too far into um, my my weekly uh, American horror story show, which is slowly turning into like my weekly show. Um, I think I'm maybe five or six episodes in. That's a good chunk. Yeah, I watched a bunch um the other day and I'm really liking that third third season. And you um, were saying
2: to me like earlier off off air here that eh. you think that that might be your favorite season so far?
1: If depending on where it goes, like i'm not completely finished it um so i can say for certain but like if it keeps up with the pacing that it that it is yeah i think so i i really like that that environment of like the witches and you know the occult stuff i think that's super cool
2: oh man then like like you're gonna be so fucking hyped when you catch up in the later seasons because like yeah. So that group of characters and like that coven in specific play like a pretty sizable role in uh, future seasons.
1: Okay, so th- I'm real happy about that because like I'm I really really like where they went with this third season. Like like I think if if granted if they keep up, uh, like with how it's going, like I think this this would be you know above one and two for me. Um, I think bringing Kathy Bates in is a real smart decision because she's amazing.
2: Um, yeah, and place. she's a she's a mainstay at this point. She's in every yeah. season going forward. Okay, cool. Because
1: um, it's Kathy Bates. She's a fucking legend. Like, she's a yeah. fucking legend. Um, and she's really good. You know, she plays that super fucked up slave owner. Which, like, I thought they went like real dark in some of that season two and one stuff. But you know, they are just keep keep going. Um, and yeah, Emma Roberts is in now too. Um, and she's good and good same good thing she's a
2: she's a mainstay in every season going forward as well,
1: yeah, I want to say I saw her in a poster for one of the later seasons. um, and I think she's really good too. um and yeah, all the other returning characters, like um, oh, what can I think of them? like that Evan Guy, Evan, Evan Peters. Peters, yeah, and then Sarah Paulson, you know they're they're mm. they're turning out like every season I watch with them, the more they bring them back. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're. You're still rock solid. Um, And uh, one thing I kind of found interesting was, like, the start of this season is, like, um, that daughter from the first season that was, like, fell in love with Evan Peters. Um, Like, they're kind of making it so that, like, they're, like, kind of romantically involved in this season, too, Um, which I think is kind of cool that, like, they kind of carry over those people as different characters but like it's they still end up like having that relationship with those two
2: characters like it's yeah, kind that's, of a w- that's going to change sort of break your heart. Oh okay. And well, she I can't remember what season she drops out in but she's she's not a an every season goer either oh, unfortunately okay. which is which is sad cuz I really liked her. She comes yeah. back in I think the whatever I don't remember the season number but she's back she comes back in Apocalypse. Oh okay. And she's in a couple more but she's not in all of them like she wasn't in uh 1984
1: and when she wasn't in two i don't think
2: she was in, in season sea- one no in season two. Oh, no i don't, no, think, I she don't think she was in uh, asylum either
1: yeah so um but yeah like it's it's super solid i i'm really liking that show that show um is consistently great every time i watch a new season um so i am super impressed with it like where it's like I am definitely enjoying my time with every season, you know, and we'll see where this season ends up going, and then the next
2: one. But so far, still on board. Yeah, it's it's routinely just a phenomenal show, and how they tie. Like I said, like I I can't wait until you get towards like the final couple seasons here yeah. and start to see how these like tie into one another. Like it's, yeah. I I can't fucking wait for the next season. Although I have my yeah. concerns that Emma Roberts won't be in the new one, oh, yeah. given like the fact that she's Prager right now. Yeah, fair enough. But then, yeah. you know what, if you like this one, like I I only watched, I think I saw like an episode, but there's like another show that like is, she's the main character in it and it's not as dark and kind of stuff as American Horror Story, but like Scream Queens. Oh yeah, is, yeah, like, I shares a lot yeah. of
1: similarities yeah i remember seeing uh stuff for that show
2: but i don't think so. that one's on air anymore
1: no no i don't think so mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's the weekly thoughts on that
2: well, i'm glad you're enjoying it i can't wait for you to get further it's yeah. it's one of my fa- my favorite highest ranked television shows
1: yeah it's it's exceeding my expectations it's so yeah i'm on board
2: Mm-hmm. And then the other one that I dropped in here that I want to talk about, which I actually watched a while ago, and I okay. don't think I ever talked about. It was just a random—I don't know if it was Crave or Prime or what service. It was just like me and the fiance were looking for something to watch, and we both also like documentaries. Yep. So we came across this one, and it looked interesting. Okay. Boy, oh boy, was it ever fucking interesting!
1: So and so, it's like a docu series.
2: No, it's a do- It's a movie, it's a okay. documentary, but it's just, it's like a, a one-off, like it's 90 some minutes long,
1: but okay. it's called Class
2: Action Park, and it's all about this park called Action Park in uh, New Jersey. Is this what... Um... It's what Johnny Knoxville's... Yeah, I was about to say, is this what Johnny Knoxville based his movie on? Yes. Oh, and shit. And that's where I got super intrigued. Oh, shit. Because like what you'd ha- you'd have to watch this documentary, but when you start hearing about like how this park came to be, yeah. how the rides and stuff were on, like it's so fucking uh, wild, okay. like so wild yeah. that you're like, okay, I understand how maybe you know this was allowed to continue to happen for years on years in like the seventies, eighties, yeah. or early nineties, whenever it was. Yeah. I can't remember the time frame now. Yeah. But you're like, if anybody attempted to do this right now, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> It wouldn't be up and running for more than, like, two hours.
1: No, but, like, this went on, you know, back in the day, you know, back in the walk it off days,
2: right? Yeah. You know, like, like,
1: take a lap, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and it's super interesting because, like, not only do they, like, in the documentary, like, interview people who, like, have gone to the park and, like, a lot of people who, like, at one point have worked at the park... Yeah, But they inter. They also interviewed two celebrities. I'm going to call them, like, C-list celebrities because I can't even okay. remember their names. But wait, yep. if you watch the documentary, you see them, you'll be like, oh, I recognize him, and I recognize her. Yep. But they were both, like, avid park goers because they grew up, like, in that area. And, like, the right. stories that they fucking tell, like, it's just so wild, man. Like, it yeah. just, like, not, like, not, it won't ruin the movie or anything, but, oh, like, yeah. one of the rides that the... So this guy who made the whole park was like a New York stock kind of guy who like lost his license or some kind of fraud kind of thing. So he had a buddy that was still doing wall street stuff and had that guy go and find investors for him. Like that's where the money came from. And so he decided to start his own like theme park essentially. And so like he would, but he would make all like the rides and stuff himself. So he would like design them and pay like, joe blow nobody to like help him build these fucking things that's great and then he would like get the park staff like so like the one i'm thinking of in particular is like a big water slide that goes down at like a steep angle and it's like a loop yeah so you go you loop and then you come out the other end so he made yeah. it and instead of like he threw some test dummies down there and they came out disfigured and After he offered, start. like, his staff. He's like, I'll give anyone a hundred dollar bill right now to test this for me. So, like, one of the nice. guys, like, the young kids is like, Yeah, fuck it, I'll try it. He, like, goes through and he comes out and he, like, comes out the other end and he's fine, but he's got, like, a few cuts and scrapes on him and stuff like that. Yeah. So then they, like, send more people down it <laughs> and they find out that, like, the angle wasn't enough. So then he, like, readjusts it and gets the angle better. And then, like opens it up. And then down the road, they they have to they find a bunch of kids are coming out and complaining, and they're like, cut up. So they're trying to figure out what's going on. So they like open up the top of the loop. And what had happened was like the angle was so steep that they would go down at the angle, yeah. be like parallel to the ground. And when they start doing the up portion yeah. to like loop around, yeah. they would come up, but they would just fall down onto the <laughs> tube. And then fall into the bottom part of the loop and come out.
3: So Um, what people
2: were getting cut on was people who've smashed their faces on the part of the tube and, like, lost a tooth. So there's a tooth, like, jammed into, like, the fiberglass of this thing. And then people were coming around, landing on this tooth and then falling through the bottom and, like, cutting themselves on some kid's tooth. That's kind of ridiculous. And, like, there's just, like, a laundry list of, like, people with broken arms, legs, this and that. And all that other stuff. They had a couple people die in the park. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, want to
1: check this
3: I, I, out.
2: Yeah, like I, I, like I won't give any more stories, cause but you have to see it, just because when you start seeing and you hear them talk about the different, cause the park is like a water park section here, and like this section over here is called Motor World with like go karts and like a speedboat chorus, like in water. Yeah, and like you start hearing these fucking stories, you're just like. Like, they sound like stories that, like, you hear from a friend of a friend of a friend and you're like, okay, that's totally made up. Like, there's no way that's an actual thing. Right, yeah. And it is. Like, it's so wild.
1: Yeah, I I really want to check this out now. Especially, uh, like, as soon as I, like, quickly looked up the title, I was like, oh, is this what the, the Knoxville thing was based off of? And yeah, I'm totally on board to check this out. That sounds crazy and awesome just to see how yeah, this backwoods theme park managed to run for so long after it killed a few people and consistently like had injuries years, years, this place ran.
2: Yeah. Hell, it's, it's wild. Yeah. Like you have to watch it. Cause you're just, you're going to sit there and you're going to hear how these rides were made. You're going to hear people talk about their experiences at the park and you're just going to be like, how was this fucking a thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah that's that's cool i i like uh these ridiculous stories like uh, that's a that's how um you know tiger king was so successful it was, it's, like, it's this ridiculous thing right um and that was the same with like that HBO mcdonald's monopoly documentary where like you're watching it and you're just like what the fuck like yeah. this is like those stories that you hear from a friend of a friend you know that you're just like this possibly can't happen like yeah so no
2: exactly
1: yeah. I, I'll add that to the documentary list. Do you remember if that was, if if
2: it was on Netflix or something or were that? I'm 89% confident that I came across it on Crave. Apparently HBO.
1: Yeah. So yep, Crave would, that would be H- HBO. Yeah. And HBO Max show. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. I'll check that out. Yeah. That
2: sounds cool. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh that is all I got uh got through this week. I had intentions of making it through several other shows, but uh well as you know, building yes. the server has occupied several days of my life. Yes,
1: yes. So we have a little bit shorter episode because Tyler made a home server and uh some things happened.
2: Yeah, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong so far.
1: Yes, we got it going though. <laughs>
2: yeah so yeah that's uh that's that's all i I got got. yeah all right well then i guess it's that time all right all right later see you next week